We are duck hunting fanatics. Knee deep in the duck blind. If it flies, it dies. Only duck hunting fanatics know what it feels like to see a brightly colored Drake Mallard cup its wings and soar towards your decoys. It's what we do and it's what we love. Duck hunting fanatics with boots on the ground, eyes in the skies reports. And we get it from professional duck guides all across the country. We interview them for their top tips and tricks from their years of experience from the duck hunting blind. This is Duck Hunting Fanatics, and this is Eric Wilkes. your best shotgun shooting tip for hitting a moving target um so first thing is you got to focus on shoulder that's a big thing shoulder locate and then what i what i like to do is when this might sound crazy to a lot of people is when the target starts to slow down you know that you're no longer chasing it and rushing the shot so i go shoulder target and then i track and then once the target starts to slow down that I no longer, I know, I know I'm no longer chasing that, that a moving target and I'm able to put a solid shot on it. So if you're, if you, cause if you notice, like you, you're when you're rushing shots that, oh man, did you see that duck was flying by super fast? I'm like, oh, that's cause you're still chasing it. But once you can get that target to slow down in your field of view, you're not chasing it anymore and then you can get a good lead on it. That's what, that's what I do. Yeah. Awesome. What, what, uh, slow, slow it down. Slow it down. Go ahead. That's it. No, just slow it down. That's all I got to say is slow it down. There you go. What uh, what type of choke tube do you use and why? Well, I, I run an improved choke cylinder. Um, you know, it's a, it's a fantastic all-around choke. So um, where I'm hunting, I'm not really getting out anything past 40 yards. Um, I don't need to. So, you know, and, and I'm not going to blow anything to smithereens within 20. So um, it's a good choke tube. It has a great pattern out to 40. You know, I pattern tested at 25 and 40 with my when there, and they gave me the best patterns that I wanted to see, the most pellets on the target. So that's what I run. Okay, okay. Welcome everybody. Eric Wilkes here with Duck Hunting Fanatics, and I have on the line with me here Daniel Mancine of Mancine Outdoors. Daniel, thanks for joining us again today. Happy Christmas Eve. Yeah, happy Christmas Eve. Um, you know, I, I, yeah. any any big plans for Christmas? Just hanging out with family. You know, I, I'm I'm supposed to go to work, man. Supposed oh to. man, <laughs> supposed to. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how that goes. 
Well, and I know you've out, you've been out hunting this this past week, and uh, you got your first wood duck. So congratulations on that, man. What what Thank else you. did you What else did you see as you were out uh, out hunting this week from a migration standpoint? Um, yeah, you know, it was it was kind of a rough day for us. You know, the weather was nice, which you know there was no wind, the sun was shining. Um, but we we couldn't. The, the first part of our morning, there was nothing in the air, which was, was very surprising for where we were at. Um, we had to go kick them up, but once we got the bird moving on our own, um, you know, we, we had, we had a little bit of fun before we got wiped out by the tide, but, uh, I would say it, it, it may have tapered off a little bit when, when it comes to new birds coming in. Uh, but that's just due. We've had some insane weather over here. Um, you know, one day it's 60 degrees and beautiful and the next day it's, it's a, it's a normal person's nightmare about a hunter's dream. So um it's just it's just hard you know the, the migration is kind of tapered off a little bit but it's it's only going to start getting colder up north so hopefully it'll pick back up sure yeah you never know what's going to happen with the weather patterns i know it seems like this past week especially even here in wisconsin where i'm located it's been kind of crazy it's actually 50 degrees here today and you know we're the day before christmas so uh you just rarely rarely see that and so uh you know what i'm going to enjoy it i was able to get outside i'm not going to lie i was outside in 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 a shirt a t-shirt and shorts this afternoon for about an hour so (laughs) there you go that's how you know it yeah, it, it just northerners, man. Yep, I'm telling you, anything over forty, a little bit of a little bit of sunshine, t-shirt and shorts. Yep, exactly. You know, it doesn't make for good hunting. So I'm like, you know what? Here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna we're gonna go out and do some stuff out out around the house today and out in the yard and um, get some things done that uh, I was putting off until spring. So, but I'm glad I was able to to get it done today and uh, enjoy enjoy some outside time uh, with the kids and stuff. So. Um, Daniel, you know, we, we, we get a lot of guys, they also, they, they seem to email in and they ask about brand and size of ammo. What do you shoot? Um, I run a, a three inch Winchester blindside, uh, one and one eighth, two shots. Um, I, I've, I've gone through a few different rounds this year, just really trying to pinpoint what I like the most and the most versatile round. And, um, you know, this, this round, it's 16, uh, 1675 feet per second. So you can use it for those days that where the, the, these birds aren't committing and they're just flying outside, you know, your, your deke set up or, you know, if they come in and commit, you know, it's a really good all purpose round. And what I like about it the most is it's got those hex, the, the hex shot in it. So they can stack more, more consistent loads into the shell so you know like when you shake a standard shotgun shell you can hear the bb's in there running around right mm-hmm. but this one no it's packed in there solid so i mean they're able to get some good 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 velocity out of it it's a great round yeah that's awesome well i mean obviously it's a great round you're smashing ducks you're not having any problems smashing ducks so uh you know there you go uh, oh they smash ducks they smash ducks all right i'll tell you that <laughs> <laughs> Well, and a lot of that too, you know, and, and, and a lot of that too has to do with the guy behind the gun and, and, uh, uh, the choke tube and the shot selection. That's why we're asking, you know, we're, we're kind of covering these topics today because we want people to get some value out of that and really understand oh, yeah. it. You know, sometimes it's not about, you know, this ammo or that ammo or this gun or that gun. It's really the, you know, what you do to, to practice 
Uh, it's it's mm-hmm. the type of ammo that goes through your gun, right? Not every gun shoots every single ammo the same, right? It's not going to pattern the same, right? right? And yeah. uh, uh, and then you know, from a choke tube standpoint, a lot of times it it varies on where you're located. It varies on what you're hunting, how you're hunting. Uh, it the 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 time of the season, right? Early season yeah, versus late true. season, right? You may you mm-hmm. know. I know myself and a lot of other guys, they, they may swap choke tubes from what they shoot in the beginning of the season compared to what they shoot at the end of the season. And so, uh, it's, it's good that uh, we bring that up and we're able to share that and hopefully, you know, make some guys some better, smarter hunters out of the deal. Yeah, that's, uh, I, I agree. You know, um, I've been able to use this round for most of the year. You know, last year I started out running, uh, some Kent fast deals, and then I ended up switching to those uh, Winchester Supersonics, um, which a lot of people can't, or no, the Remington Supersonics, a lot of people can't shoot those um, because they're also known as a barrel buster. So um, but that's, you know, they blow up a lot of guys' barrels that are, that are older guns um, that can't handle it. But, sure. you know, it's, it's very important, and you got to understand, you know, the dynamics of your weapon and the condition of your weapon, too. So if you got an old 1940, you know, first models, you know, semi-automatic you're not going to be trying to run no 1700 feet per second through you might blow it up yeah (laughs) yeah exactly you got to be careful you got to know your know your weapon and know what it's capable of and know what it can handle and daniel i know you you hunt with friends and family uh when you can Uh, how do you all go about practicing safety right so in other words you're approaching the blind you're hunting with with more than one person maybe two maybe three people a couple buddies and some family members how do you set up to shoot safely well we we try obviously the most important thing is we we try to space out a little bit in the blind but we don't want to space out too far where an overlapping field of fire will put you pointing at another hunter so we want it to make sure that no matter what you know, you can't you can't turn into another hunter. So um, we we have kind of that's silly. Um, we we kind of call it a double arm interval. So they put an arm out, I put an arm out, and that's a pretty safe shooting distance for each other. Um, and we make sure that everybody, when it's time to shoot, we have a plan. So we everybody we don't nobody's going to try to sit back and shoot while seated, or everybody's not going to stand up when it's time to shoot. Everybody's on the same page. We do the same thing. Everybody stands up, comes to the front of the blind, or, or, or you know, we, we have different scenarios that we go through. So um, one thing we, we do is, you know, no shooting over the head. Um, that's period. I've seen that happen where another hunter shoots over another hunter's head, and now that it can cuss that other hunter, and he's all jacked up for the rest of the hunt. It's just, you know, it's just about being safe, and common sense is, is huge, you know. But um, overlapping field of fire, um and understanding where everybody's barrels moving. Everybody's got to be looking in the same way. So communicating while you're in the blind, like, hey, I got a duck coming in low from left to right, approximately six feet off the water. So everybody knows where the duck's coming from, and they're not, you know, one one barrel swinging to the right while another barrel swinging to the left. You know, it could be that could be bad news. So it's just about communication, really. For sure, yeah, and I know that's always a big thing, right? It's just making sure you're safe out there, and uh, we don't we don't need any accidents. Uh, we 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 all want we all want to be able to continue hunting, right, and, and being able to uh, uh, continue enjoying you know one of some of our favorite pastimes with friends and family, and continue to you know mm-hmm. send that down to the next generation as well. And the only way we're able to yeah, do that sure. is if we practice safety, right? 
Mm-hmm. Safety so, is paramount. That's what I always say. It is. It ain't safe, don't do it. Right. Exactly. Have you ever had any, any, any close calls where, you know, maybe you were a little bit nervous or a little bit, maybe even frightened where you're like, oh my God, don't ever do that again? Um, I wouldn't say nervous or frightened, but I have had, uh, you know, recently I had somebody shoot right over the top of my head. I mean, their, their barrel was probably six inches from my head. Um, and they shot. Um, yeah, it it was, it was, it wasn't fun. It, uh, it definitely, kind of took me out of the hunt for a little bit because I was uh, I don't know if you've ever been on the, the wrong end of a shotgun <laughs> uh, it was pretty loud uh, and, and deafening and, and we had a conversation after that um, after they realized what they had done after they did it and they put that they unloaded their weapon they put it down they apologized and we went through some things you know like hey we have we want to keep it out in front of us you know and we, we can't make mistakes like that and that's the thing is even if, you know, accidents happen, but if we could do our best to prevent them, that's why it's always good to have a plan. Um, and that's why I tell people no, like no longer from here on out, you know, there's no, there's, there wasn't before, but now it's definitely a staple. Like, hey, there's no overhead shooting. You don't, um, unless you're by yourself, but you got to know what's around you too, because that shot's got to come down. So if you're shooting straight up. Well, you're going to pepper yourself like a dummy. But yeah, um, that was, I would say out of all the years I've been hunting, that, that's it. And it happened recently. So it's funny that you should ask. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's, that's wild. I'd imagine, you know, if you were looking up at it at all, you see the barrel flash and, and you get a little bit of heat and, and a little bit of, uh, blowback comes from that right away. That's. Yeah, it wasn't fun. Yeah, that's a, that's a really close call. I mean, that's so close, right? And I can only imagine, uh, if you, if you weren't wearing earplugs, uh, you know, that doesn't help either. And that, that's just wild. I think, you know, friend or family, I, I probably would have punched somebody and said, look, <laughs> don't ever do that again. Well, and had a very serious some, conversation as well. Uh, yeah, some unpleasantries were exchanged shortly after I, uh, recovered my, train of thought <laughs> yeah right meanwhile meanwhile you're just like going through all the you know life flashing before your eyes and you know going through all of that in a very quick very short period of time so i can only imagine yeah. i've never had a, a call that close but um i have i was actually out upland hunting and i have had someone swing the gun in my direction and i could hear the guys behind me yelling duck 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 and all i did was just hit the mm. deck you know um and yeah Fortunately, no shots were fired or, um, you know, at least not in oh. my in my general direction until they were over me. But who knows what would have happened mm-hmm. had I stayed standing, you know, had they shot in, you know, right at yeah. me or right over me. Uh, and we had some words as well. And uh, it was a couple of young guys that were inexperienced. And I just happened to be guiding them on some uh, on an upland hunt. And oh, man. One of those things, you yeah. know. Yeah. That's, um, you know, I went, I went out upland hunting earlier this year and, and, uh, we went to this club up in, down in central Oregon and I'll tell you what, that guy is, uh, hey, dad, what was the name of that, uh, pheasant place we went down to earlier this year? Well, I'll have to get back to you on that one, but man, I'll tell you what, this guy, he put safety first. Um, he went through all the, all the mechanics of your weapons and, and your responses and he didn't feel comfortable with you being out there with him he ain't sending you you're not going so right. um 
I'll send you that information. But there's a lot of people out there that now, you know, that, you know, weapons have come into question in the United States. A lot of people are more focused on the safety part of it. So mm-hmm. um, responsibility. So, yeah, it's huge. Yeah. And I mean, you know, it's just one of those things you can you can never be too safe. Right. It, you know, there's no such thing as being mm-hmm. overly cautious when you're dealing with firearms and uh, especially when you're out in the field and you're actually hunting, because then your adrenaline kicks in, the heart rate gets elevated, your blood pressure comes up a little bit, you get excited and right. And, and mm-hmm. if you're 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 not practicing safety and, you know, training safe. Uh, in the off season, yeah. it, it, it definitely can have an impact and you can make a mistake and it only takes one mistake and it can be very tragic. And so you just never want those things to happen. I don't wish that on anyone. That's why we wanted to talk a little yeah, bit about, yeah. about safety, right? And just get different viewpoints on safety. So thank you for sharing that. Well, one thing I can add to that is always know what condition your weapon is. Is it loaded? Is the safety on? Is the safety off? You always have to know. Yep. Then you also, if it comes down to it and you ain't got a round chambered or something and you're not, you know, click, then you look silly anyway, you know. Um, but, you know, it's it's more about safety, understanding your weapon and, and where you're at and understanding the, the power that, that you that you possess in your hands. And a lot of people don't respect that these days, and it's huge. So, yep. No, and that's that's a great point. So thanks for sharing, and thank thanks so much, Daniel, mm-hmm. for for joining us. I know it's it's the week of Christmas, and we've got the big holiday and New Year's coming up. So I appreciate your time and and continuing no to, share, to share with the community. Uh, once again, Daniel Mancine with Mancine Outdoors. Daniel, how does everybody get a hold of you? Same thing. Find me on Instagram, Mancine Outdoors. Shoot me an email, mancine.daniel@gmail.com. A few of you have reached out to me asking questions. I appreciate it. Um, so yeah. Just, Keep out there and shoot straight, shoot safe. Shoot straight and shoot safe. Have fun. Awesome. Well, you and your family have a very merry Christmas. We appreciate you again, and we'll have you on. We'll have you on another episode next week. Otherwise, uh, thanks for listening, everyone. Again, Eric Wilkes here with Duck Hunting Fanatics, and I've got Daniel Mancine with Mancine Outdoors. Go out and connect with Daniel on Instagram. And everyone, have a great Christmas, and we'll see you all soon. Merry Christmas. You've been listening to Duck Hunting Fanatics. Boots on the ground, eyes in the sky migration report. On each show, we go knee deep in the duck blind and we talk to professional duck guides from all over the country. We interview them and get their top tips and tricks from their years of experience we talk about everything duck hunting applications for hunting over small spreads hunting with decoys the top five utv accessories shotgun accessories duck decoys anything and everything gear and apparel to contact us when we're not doing a show go to the website at duckhuntingfanatics.com find us on facebook and youtube at duck hunting fanatics We'll see you next time.